0: Welcome back to Blowing Hot Air with Silver and Cece, where we start sober and end high. Join us in our chaotic banter about relationships, school, health, and all that Z bullshit.
1: We have a couple topics today. We have astrology and spirituality, which I think kind of go hand in hand. Others might disagree. What do you think? What even
0: is the definition of spirituality?
1: Like the webster miriam or yeah. is it Miriam webster Let's find out. Spirituality. I think it's more, I think it's like a DIY religion, like whatever <laughs> you feel like.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really great way of putting it. Before reading the definition, my own personal interpretation of what spirituality is, is spirituality is like the stepping stones for becoming aware of the fact that you are a being with a soul and that there is a life outside of our carbon-based bodies, like there's energies. Yeah, I don't
1: know. No, but when you said soul, that is definitely a big part of it that's what's coming up in these definitions so like the standard definition is relating to or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things yes but you also need to acknowledge that there is a major connection between your human spirit and like your physical sensations like within your own self and i think like energies can be felt I think that's physical also.
0: Spirituality. The realization and belief that your mental, your mind, your brain has power over your physical being. And the experiences that come along with having a body and experiencing life. And understanding that every being with a soul has energetic connections that influence the way we feel things it's hard thing to explain
1: it is this is a difficult concept to put into words
0: i think a lot of it's up for interpretation honestly because yeah i think spirituality is different to each person just like religion
1: because really religion is it's like a sect of spirituality for some people spirituality is their belief in catholicism or whatever yeah But for others, it's a non-religious, a little less structured way of finding meaning in your life and putting meaning into your everyday experiences with your loved ones, with strangers. It has gotten very popular in the last like decade or two. Yeah.
0: Figuring out what resonates with you and then rolling with it. What was your pivotal moment? transitioning into more spiritual-based thinking.
1: My spirituality today evolved very gradually from my spirituality as an adolescent or even as a child. I told my therapist today when she's asking me about my spiritual beliefs, I was raised Lutheran and I was raised going to Sunday school and we got confirmed in middle school and I think that's great. I think religion is such a wonderful community for people. It, it gives you meaning in your life and it gives you something higher than yourself to base your values on. And when you come down to it, all religion is just, you know, be kind to others, be kind to yourself, be a good person. Just depends on uh, what kind of story you want to attach to it. So even though I didn't love my church like that i didn't get super involved i still appreciated it though and i appreciate how important the church is or whatever religion is to other people so i'm glad my parents gave me that opportunity to use it i ended up choosing to take my own path after that but i'm glad that i had the foundation in the lutheran church now especially after coming to college and meeting some friends like Larry who are really into crystals and astrology and stuff like that. That's all very trendy right now. And it's kind of fun to hop on the trends, but I've actually found that it's it has been useful in my life. Like it's I almost do it like ironically or as a joke or maybe I started it that way, but now I actually see the benefits. For example, manifestations, a lot of people might be like, oh, that's just some voodoo witch TikTok shit. It really does have a psychological impact where you just, you kind of train your mind to have a different thinking pattern. So if you have the thinking pattern that you are successful or like you can be successful and you are open-minded, the opportunities will come to you. What about you? What, what has your spiritual journey been like?
0: So I was raised roman
1: catholic my
0: dad was literally raised by nuns and priests um in a catholic orphanage and my mom is also just like big time jesus lover so naturally i grew up in a very religious home where i had to attend church every sunday and if i didn't i'd be grounded you know that sort of thing um oh yeah I had my baptism, my first communion, my confirmation, which I think confirmation, the idea or concept of confirmation is really interesting because it's like a vow to devote your life to God. It's supposed to be like a symbolic thing where, you know, I'm growing up and this is a choice that I'm making for myself. But confirmations are typically like, they typically happen during like eighth grade. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, I think I was in 8th grade. Like yeah, eighth mine grade, was around
1: the same time also.
0: When you're still underneath the roof of your parents who dictate what you have to say and do. So it's not even, like, a personal commitment that you get to choose to make. I feel like it's kind of, like, forced on you. Luckily, my parents, although they are very Catholic, they don't constrict themselves to all of, like, the stereotypical, like, Catholic views. like, pro-life or anti-lgbtq they're not like that which i'm grateful for they're very open-minded to
1: like but, progressive catholics yeah but they still so were basically very, lutherans
0: <laughs> so but they were still very strict and i feel like kind of forced it forced it on me i felt very strong in my faith and i was very confident that nothing would shake or break that but as i started getting older probably like my senior year of high school the year after that i started allowing myself to contemplate or consider other possibilities outside of catholicism and i was kind of indoctrinated in a sense like i was forced to drown myself in this religion that i don't even completely agree with but i never thought it was an option to not follow
1: in your mind in your young mind it really wasn't an option maybe yeah especially with your parents
0: i think something the big thing that really pushed me um throw back to the last episode but shrooms yeah I think that was my pivotal moment after doing shrooms for a couple times. You know, your mind starts to think differently, consider different things. And it was a very spiritual experience for me. And that kind of is what pushed me to say sayonara Catholicism. I'm (laughs) peacing out. Not with it anymore.
1: Have you talked with your parents about oh yeah my mom shift
0: yeah my mom like my dad's more open-minded I guess which I was really surprised about I've been talking to him more about it recently and he has more of an open mind to it now but it just they just did not let on to make it seem that way when I was younger um or when I was a minor I guess my mom is still very 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 passionate about all of her views and her faith and whatnot kind of going hand in hand with religion, spirituality, shrooms is that once I started having these experiences with shrooms. So as I mentioned before, I have very strong dreams and ever since I was a little girl, I just would have the most insane dreams. They were so realistic, I could lucid dream. I it was just really crazy to me. As I got older, they would just get stronger and stronger and I had one trip where I I had the urge to lay down and close my eyes, and I did that, and, like, a movie, I just, like, played through all of my dreams that I've had.
1: Whoa. Like,
0: I relived and walked through all of the dreams that I had. It was
1: crazy. Like, good, bad, and ugly?
0: Yeah, and around that same time, i that's when I had my realization that my deja vu wasn't just deja vu. I had actually... I was reliving those experiences for a second time because I had already experienced them. And then I felt compelled to start seeing psychics, yeah. which my mom hates. Like my mom believes that anything that has to do with psychics or mediums or Reiki or anything of that sort, it's evil. Like it's she Satan. thinks it's just all evil, that it's satanic, yada, yada. I started getting confirmations that my dream realm ability experiences weren't just some crazy thing I was going through that I actually had. There's something going on with me and that I still have to figure it out.
1: You have powers. Yeah,
0: once you start realizing that there's more to this life than just the physical part of it, that there's energy and there's a spirit realm and I don't even know how to explain it. Once you start realizing that there's a life outside of life and it's not necessarily heaven or hell, which is, I don't believe in either, you know, things start changing.
1: I had this question and I forgot to ask it. Let me take it back to when you were raised Catholic as a kid. Do you remember being at a young age, like early elementary school, questioning the teachings of the church, the beliefs, the and even just like stories from the Bible. Because six, seven, eight years old is a very common age to realize that Santa isn't real, the Easter bunny isn't real, Tooth Fairy, stuff like that. And that leads kids to realize that maybe God isn't real and maybe Jonah and the whale isn't real.
0: When I was a kid, I did feel very strong in my religion and in my faith. I didn't really question it at all, actually, Um, and if I did fall into certain thoughts, like, is God really real? Is Jesus even real? I was so hyper aware of the fact that even having those thoughts was, like, I felt like that was sinning, (laughs) so that's gonna make me go to hell, so I I take it back, you know, but I, I, Mm I never really questioned too much, but as a child, I do remember having these experiences that are kind of hard to explain, but I would say from like at the age four till eight, I would have these experiences where I would kind of zone out in a sense. I guess it'd be comparable to that. So Raven, when she has her visions and she's like, whoa, and you know, it happened a lot when I was in the shower. Like I remember being in the shower, it was quiet by myself, staring at the tiles in my shower, and all of a sudden my brain just like, like zooms out in my out of my body, like on Earth, and it's like going through the atmosphere and then into space and i can see all the planets and then i'm just going through different
1: universes so are you seeing this stuff like are you seeing these planets or are you just kind of like feeling it
0: no it's something that i it's like it's in my head like i'm i'm watching something completely else happen through my eyes but in my brain
1: almost like a dream yeah yeah that's that's very interesting that would happen to you when you were in the shower that reminds me a lot of 11 from stranger things like how she would use the radio static or running water just some kind of white noise to transport herself and it was between like dimensions and between timelines and stuff so I, I wonder if part of that might even have a little truth to it like maybe that white noise is what makes your brain able to go there or maybe it's like how you're able to channel that ability by like tuning everything else out hearing the white noise of the water on your back and around you and then just like looking at a tile and then you're transported that's crazy that is crazy to make that connection and every time
0: that it would happen I would just like think or feel like infinite because it, it didn't stop it couldn't stop. It just keeps zooming out in my brain. And it was just like infinites, infinites, infinity, 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 like over and over again. Like it just doesn't end. It That's makes scary. it like I felt tiny. And that kind of reminds me of another occurrence that would happen quite often when I was a child. I would be laying in bed trying to fall asleep. It would feel like my body would start floating. Obviously not. I'm not literally floating. I knew my body wasn't actually floating, but it felt like, my body slowly started floating out of my bed, and then my body would feel super disproportionate. I felt like the size of my body would change, and it felt like, just, I can't describe it. My, my body would just feel like it was turning and stretching out and getting smaller, and it felt like I was getting pulled, like, there was some sort of pull between me and my bed, but I wasn't touching my bed like I was just floating I don't know how to explain it it kind of freaked me out when it would happen and so I thought I was having like some sort of sleep paralysis is how I described it when I got older because I didn't know how to explain it um but I would go and tell my parents and they would just brush it off they thought I was just being a kid that I was making up some fibs for attention
1: were you the kind of kid that had a bunch of imaginary friends and stuff
0: no actually that actually reminds me of a certain experience when I was a little girl I was playing in my backyard by myself and all of a sudden I see this deer hopping like through these people's backyards and like that's not normal for where I live like but I so believe that that is what I saw and I remember going and telling my mom and she did not believe me but I have this weird connection with deer that's something I can get into another time but
1: um is that your spirit animal
0: I wouldn't say it's my spirit animal, but I think I have some sort of connection with the other side and that certain spirit connects with me through presenting itself as a deer. Like Harry Potter, the Patronus. It's been a while since I've rushed up on my Harry Potter, but perhaps. But yeah, I just remember having these kind of weird experiences that were hard to interpret that I never really heard any... Like, none of my friends had or my parents didn't understand it. The infinite zooming out and then my body kind of separating itself from its my own body. And it still happens sometimes to this day. Like, I'm awake. Sometimes I th- would think... Sometimes I thought I was dreaming, but I wasn't. And it's not silly paralysis because I can move if I so choose to. So as I started getting older, I stopped really bringing up these occurrences because it made me feel really crazy and insane. Nobody really understood or could relate. So fast forward some years later, super trendy and basic, but I decided to get a tarot deck. And I started kind of playing around with that. And I kept trying to convince my roommate at the time to let me do a reading on her. And she's not really into that kind of stuff, so she wouldn't let me. But one day she was like, I'll let you do a reading. So... I was like fuck yeah let's do it i gave her the reading and i felt pretty confident and then right after we, we we went to a psychic and she said the exact same thing that i said and i was like holy shit that that's weird like
1: that's I, considering it was your first time oh it wasn't too?
0: it wasn't my first time ever doing a reading that was just my first time oh. giving her a reading but it was just so interesting and mind blowing that she finally let me do it, and then I said what I had to say, and she went to an actual psychic, and she said exactly what I told my roommate, and we were both like, "What the fuck?" So then I started. That's so cool, though. <laughs> yeah, I started getting into seeing more psychics at the time, and they kept telling me like, "You have psychic abilities within your aura. You have it. You just need to develop it." I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do with that? Like, how do I, I, what do I do? Where do I start? You know, that's a lot. Part of me is just like, you're fucking with me, you know? (laughs) Oh, I'm like, well, why? Why do I have this ability? Where did it come from? And then they started telling me like, oh, you have, oh, you got this from your grandmother. Like, oh, this got passed down through your grandmother's like lineage, whatever. And they started telling me that, oh, like your grandmother had like premonitions through her dreams. Like she had a very strong connection with her dream like, the psychics told you this? Yeah. And I was like, well, that's literally what I have. Like, my dreams are fucking crazy. She's like, well, they like, they kept telling me like, oh yeah, you get it from your grandma. So then I was like, all right, I'm going to go talk to my mom about this. It's not my, my mother's mother. It's my biological father's mother. Um, my mom doesn't really talk about them too much. So try not to bring it up, but I was just too curious. So I asked my mom like, hey, like, do you know if like my grandma on this side had this this and this and she's like how do you know that because she never told me and I didn't I don't talk to my biological dad um so she's like how do you know that and I'm like oh like some like these people told me (laughs) and she was like yeah psychic no biggie yeah no big deal she's like yeah like your grandmother was known for having these dream premonitions and telling people when they were in her dreams and telling them what happened and they would come true that was a really big confirmation to me that everything that I've kind of experienced that I haven't really been able to explain wasn't just some crazy phenomenon that was happening. It wasn't me just being a silly kid with a wild imagination. Like, there's something to
1: what's been happening, I guess. So, yeah, it's it's in your blood. Yeah, yeah. So, tell me, what is your grandma's nationality? Because I know there's a lot of different types of, like, witchcraft and, like, the beliefs around... My grandmother was Costa Rican and Italian. Okay. It's really interesting because I remember a year or two ago witch talk got really popular and people were talking about like the Irish witches. So I wonder if you do a, like a deep dive into Costa Rican witch history or whatever. I don't know. You might be able to find some kind of some kind of answers or maybe even a community of people that have that. It may Maybe they're like long lost relatives. I don't know.
0: That's crazy. I actually <laughs> never
1: thought about never thought about that.
0: And I'd get frustrated sometimes because my my grandma passed away before I became an adult and had the opportunity to like reach out on my own. And I get frustrated sometimes because I think that if she were to still be around, I could ask her for guidance to help navigate through whatever she freaking gave to me, I guess, and (laughs) how to develop this language of light within myself so I can accurately and appropriately interpret my dreams and
1: the whole thing, I guess. You're saying that you didn't have the opportunity to do that. You didn't have the opportunity to do it in your physical forms. Maybe she's able to visit you in some other sense in a dream or spiritually yeah i
0: was told by one of the psychics that i have spoke to seen by a couple of them um i kind of went through this phase of being obsessed with it but my pockets couldn't
1: <laughs> couldn't keep up but how much did you have to pay for all that
0: um it depends like some of them like it can literally range anywhere from 150 to like $15 per minute but i would like find deals like if it's your first time seeing this person, this much time for free, blah, blah, blah. So the psychics were also telling me like, oh, your grandmother's so happy and pleased to see that you are taking advantage of the potential that you have. Like you're, you're doing something with it. You see it. I was like, well, I don't really know what I'm doing with it. I just am aware of it. And it kind of stinks sometimes. And they also reassured me that she is with me and she's trying to guide me. I guess I should ask her to come, come through one of my dreams. You know, With the whole spirit guide, angels watching over you, they don't have the power to initiate or step in or give you signs
1: unless you ask for it.
0: So you need to be more conscious of asking
1: for their presence. Is it that you have to ask them or is it that you have to be just open to the idea? Because wouldn't they, at the end of the day, decide if you are ready or if you're needing any kind of message or guidance it's not ask and you shall receive but ask and you will receive when the time is right
0: i think it's a combination of both having to have an open mind and asking because i believe that spirit guides angels whatnot they have some sort of contract that they are not able to alter certain events unless you ask for them to because then they're impeding on your like own free will Another thing with the whole abilities thing is that my mom is not for it. (laughs) She thinks that seeing a psychic, it's evil. Like, she thinks that Reiki, psychics, mediums, clairvoyance, like, she thinks all of that stuff is just evil. When I tell her about it, and I tell her, oh, I think there's something going on with me, she's like, oh, it's evil, which makes it kind of harder for me to explore. But I think that her perspective has been impacted by an experience that she had with a psychic, so... I'm not supposed to know this, but my sister told me that my mom has seen a psychic once, and it was in her early 20s before her wedding was going to happen. And they told her some bad news, like, look, you're going to have some unfortunate news come your way a couple days before your wedding happens. And then a couple days before her wedding happens, she got notified that one of her best friends, I think it might have been her maid of honor, passed away in a car crash.
1: That's Um, fucking creepy.
0: It is. And so I think she connects this really bad experience with the entire community of spiritual individuals if it's not catholicism it's evil do you think she blamed the psychic for what happened to her friend probably i wonder if she feels as though she never saw the psychic that wouldn't have happened oh i don't know that's just a guess that is that is interesting i was actually deeply thinking about this earlier about the fact that you can see multiple psychics in one day and they can all tell you different things, different outcomes of questions you have
1: of the same question, the same situation.
0: Yeah, and it's like if you get these different answers from people with the same abilities, who's right and who's wrong? And why are they coming up with different answers? Like how does that work? Or are none of them right and none of them are wrong? And they just all have abilities to tap into different timelines. And maybe certain timelines are coming up stronger than others just for them.
1: Like parallel universe. Yeah. Yeah. Shit.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think to an extent like premonitions are a combination of both destiny and manifesting. And so depending on what psychic you go to and what they are able to tap into or what comes out strongest for them. Like I think a part of you kind of holds on to that. And it's kind of like you touched on like self-fulfilling prophecies
1: Yeah, that's a big thing that society has against psychics. A lot of people will say it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because that's how the logical mind wants to understand it. And that's fine. That might make it a little less unsettling for people, but you still have to recognize that even if that's the case, it still works. Even if you believe that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and nothing more, then make it a positive one. That's why you have to create positive manifestations because it, it, it works. It'll, it'll work either way. It right. doesn't matter how you reason it out. You know what it
0: reminds me of? Did you ever watch Sweet Life? um with Zach and cody i think it was sweet life
1: on deck this oh yeah i okay. watched sweet life of zack and cody i watched sweet life on deck yeah
0: so that reminds me of that one episode when london tipton gets like the smart lipstick she has to start getting good grades or something for her dad and then like ah uh, <laughs> debbie ryan i don't remember her name on the show but oh, wait was it debbie ryan no
1: ashley yeah. tisdale Oh, no, nice. Debbie Ryan was on Sweet Life on Deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Debbie Ryan on that show. Oh, she played, her name was Bailey. Bailey oh, Pickett. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. She like gave London Tipton like this lipstick and she was like, this is smarty pants lipstick and if you put it on, like you're just going to be so smart. And then she went on to like do really well in her classes or something or either Bailey must have told her like, oh, like the lipstick was like a fake thing. Like, see, you can be smart on your own without the lipstick. She was just like, I'm just back to being dumb again. It's kind of like that you are the mindset that
1: you take on
0: whether you realize yeah. it or not kind of like the placebo effect
1: mm-hmm. so to all the haters that think God uh, crystals manifestations spirituality it's all just placebo effect well you know what it still works so yeah
0: you have to have something to follow in life you know otherwise you're just mindlessly floating around without a purpose or intention and what good is that
1: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Don't hesitate to email us topic requests, questions, or whatever at silverandcc@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's silver, A N D C E C E at gmail.com. Be sure to check us out on socials and come back this Monday to hear the newest segment of Blowing Hot Air.